0: Well, it's time again. Welcome to the Unlock Your Mind podcast, where traditional beliefs are challenged, fears are confronted, and dreams are brought back to life. I'm your host, Derek J. Love. Unlock Your Mind podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, hello, family. Welcome to another episode of the Unlock Your Mind podcast. I'm so glad to be back with you. So glad you tuned back in. Today, I'm going to be talking about something that, you know, it's just, it can be controversial a little bit. Maybe not just something to make you think, you know, that's what this show is all about. The Unlock Your Mind show, changing your beliefs, changing your thoughts, looking at it from a different perspective. So today I want to ask you a question. Is your job keeping you poor and broke? Is your job keeping you poor and broke? And the reason I ask that because, you know, I've had to make some adjustments in my own life, right? Uh, my wife is, is a full time student right now, and she was a teacher before, or whatever. And so, you know, that, that's an income that is no longer coming in. And so I had to make some adjustments, and I, it, it made me reevaluate how I manage, how I spend, how I save, how I invest because I realized I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. So I, I mean, I, I make my own money, but I don't have a consistent check like that. So, but I realized that was, was at some level, a handicap for me because I didn't prioritize saving and investing because I knew that check was coming in. And so it made me think like, man, how many other people are handicapped by a consistent check. So that's what made me ask this question. Is your job keeping you broke and poor? And I have a couple of points I want to talk about today, and then I'll give some solutions. And before we get into this, I don't want you to think that I'm telling you to quit your job. So that is not what this podcast is going to be about. Um, I will tell you to reprioritize your income and how you see your job. But I'm not telling you to quit your job, so don't you be going telling them. nobody. I heard on the Unlock Your Mind show, I need to quit this job. I told you I ain't like this place anyway, so don't, don't put that on me, okay? But one four things I'm going to talk about today. The first one is the cost of comfort. The cost of comfort. Um, Webster defines comfort as the state of physical ease and freedom from pain or constraint. The state of physical ease and freedom from pain and constraint. What does that mean? How does that apply to your job? Well, when you have a job and a steady paycheck and steady income coming in, it's it's easy to get comfortable knowing that that money is coming in. And so what happens is we spend different because we know in two weeks I'm going to get some more money. And so that behavior, it's 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 not very noticeable, but that's kind of how we happen. We, We get used to getting that money in. And, you know, it's like, well, shucks, I'm out of money now, but in two weeks, I'm going to get paid again or another month. I'm going to get paid again, another week. I'm going to get paid again so I can spend this now because I know I got more coming in later. It's a different mentality when you don't know when the next check coming in. You hold on to that money. You make different decisions with your money. Right. You see how that makes sense. And so um, when you're comfortable, you generally don't like to move. Just in, in any aspect, you know, you get comfortable in your bed and, you know, you know, if you got kids and your parent, you get in the right spot in your bed, you'll call your kid down from upstairs to come hand you to remote or bring you some water. Why? Because you're comfortable. You don't feel like moving. Well, that that kind of happens when on our jobs we can get so comfortable we don't feel like moving. And, you know, the thing about it is, you know, the things that we're after on the job, which is, you know, income. Um, money it's 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 called currency because money is always moving money can't get comfortable so you know we we just kind of had to have to rethink how we look at that and how we see our jobs and again it's not that a job in and of itself is bad but we can get so comfortable where we we don't take any risk we don't try to put our money to work and make it grow for us right so we, we are designed to grow. We as human beings are constantly growing. We grow initially physically um, until we get to a point where we no longer are growing physically. We're not like, we, we may expand, but we're not growing any taller. Once you get a certain age, you're not gonna get any taller, but you know, you can get bigger. <laughs> yeah, ask me how I know that? Um, but you're not gonna really get any taller, but you, you're always growing in your maturity and your wisdom and your knowledge, hopefully you're growing in those areas. But again, we are designed to grow and not to get comfortable. So we need to always be looking to learn something new, but being comfortable also creates a a level of low stress, right? It's not stressful when you got a consistent job and you know exactly what time you gotta be there, you know exactly what you gotta do, you know exactly when you're going to get paid. That's that's not stressful. I mean, now the work you do, depending on what you do for a living, that could be stressful. But that's, that's not a real big challenge. Right. It's just it's just what you do. So there's, there's a cost of being comfortable because you, you tend to get, you know, a little relaxed and, and you don't you don't prioritize saving and investing and things like that because you, you got a steady check coming in. The second one I want to talk about is the cost of consistency. It is defined as steadfast adherence to the same principles, patterns of behavior, being reliable. I love consistency. My natural temperament or personality type. I like consistency. I don't necessarily like change. Um, change is it, it's, it's disruptive for me and I don't just gravitate to change like I, I like consistency. Once I find something that I like and I'm good with it, leave it alone. Don't mess with it. Why would you go mess with something that's perfect? Leave it alone. And so for me, this is a challenge, but, you know, and having a steady job, that consistency is good, um, but it can also lull you to sleep because you, you kind of tend to, you, this job will provide this quality of life for me. So I can afford this car, this house, I can maybe go on vacation. I can, I can pay my bills and I'll have a little money left over, but I'm saying that can lull you to sleep because you're not growing you just you're you're consistent right there and we sometimes can get again go back to being comfortable in that position and we stop growing and so we we don't want to do that we don't want to become so dependent on being there and having that consistent check to where we we don't stretch for other ways to generate income and then you know as this is 2020 so COVID Nineteen the pandemic that has impacted the world that has disrupted a lot of people's consistent income more people have filed for unemployment this year than ever in history I think or or it's it's in the top three five times in history in American history so what happens when that consistent check gets disrupted? I know people who had several high six-figure jobs, and then when they lose their job, they're they're scrambling. They they're, they don't have any other means of income, and they were lulled to sleep because they had quote unquote job security. Well, you know, I don't. You COVID again has kind of showed us what job security looks like, um, and so there's there's a cost associated with that. Again, I like consistency. I like having a steady check. I wish I could get a steady check. I I just, I I chose a different path. Um, The next one I wanna talk about is the cost of complacency. Complacency is defined as being satisfied with how things are and not being willing to change or nor do you want to change. So how can that impact your economics? Well, you stop growing. And again, remember, I talked about we're designed to grow. And so but if you're complacent and you're satisfied with how things are, you don't grow. You don't have no desire to grow. You don't have an appetite to grow. You're good with the way things are. Just give me my check. Let me go home and I'm living for the weekend. I'll deal with tomorrow, tomorrow. Right now, I'm good. Just just leave me alone. I'm, I'm comfortable with where I'm at. And so but what happens is a lot of times people I hear a lot of people complaining about where they are but they won't do anything about it to change where they are so you complain you hate your job you hate the people on your job um you feel like you're not paid enough you're undervalued underappreciated um but you're not gonna change so you just gonna complain i'm gonna move on because i don't want to stay there too long and and i I feel your hair is growing on your back. but that that also then leads to this other word called resentment because you complain and you're, you're underpaid under underperforming um, underappreciated all these things. But you got that steady check. So you're you're comfortable enough. And because you got that consistent money and you've created a lifestyle that's dependent on that consistent check, you're not going to change. So you just you just get complacent and you like, well, you know. It ain't what I want, but it cover all my bills and I'm, I can live a little bit. So I'm good. Well, there, there's a cost to that. And then the last thing I'm going to talk about, I'm well, not quite the last thing, but the last C is the cost of being a coward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just said that a coward. A coward is defined as a person who lacks the courage to do or endure dangerous or unpleasant things. And so you scurred. Look to your neighbor and say, Don't be scared. Okay, I'm sorry, I forgot we're in church. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a cost of 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 being a coward. You know, when you when you are afraid or you lack courage to do something that you in your eyes view as dangerous or risky, then you miss out on opportunities. There's a there's a cost. Because for you, you, opportunities are passing you by all day long and you don't even see them. And so when you're afraid to invest, when you're afraid to take risk, some people are afraid to even try. Just the thought of trying will, you know, cause them to lock up and the fear will grip them so strong they won't even try. They won't even attempt to do something different. And another cost that comes with being a coward is regret. You get to a certain age and you start looking back over your life and trying to quantify your life. And what have I produced? What have I done? What have I achieved? Economically, you know, I've been working all these years. What do I have to show for it? And you start having regret, which is going to lead right back to that other R word, resentment. Because now you're going to feel like you've wasted your time, and you've put in all this work, and I worked all these hours, and I've done this, and I've sacrificed for this company, I've sacrificed for this job, yada, 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 and what do I have to show for it? Nothing. So now you're mad. Is your job keeping you broke? Is your job keeping you poor? So, Derek, you've asked all these goddamn questions, man. So, what's the solution? Well, it's simple, right? I want you to keep your job if that's something that you enjoy that gives you meaning and significance and you can make a decent income from that however you do need to reprioritize how you see your money you need to reprioritize saving money so you need to save money like your life depends on it because it does when when corona came and shut down a lot of jobs and that income was disrupted. If you didn't have a savings, you were, you were dependent on the government to help you out. And, and at least in America, you got a, a $1,200 stimulus check to last you for the rest of the year. And you may have gotten unemployment. So if you don't have a savings in place, when life happens, unexpected, whether it's your fault or not, it doesn't matter. You got to deal with it. You um, got to deal with it. You need to have a, have some cushion for life, right? Um, and then you need to start saving so that you can have something to invest because investing is is necessary to build wealth. And so but if you don't have any savings, you, you how you going to build wealth? You can't take from your earned income that's dedicated to paying a bill and invest it. That's not wise because then you going That's gonna, that's why people don't invest because you're going to need your money back in, in two weeks. And that's gambling. That ain't investing. Um, there's a difference in gambling and investing. So you need to save so that you can start investing. I'm taking courses now on investing in the stock market. You know, I look back over the years and I can think back, you know, early 2000s when the stock market average range was, you know, four or five thousand, six thousand. 2008, 2009, when the market crashed, it was right around six, seven thousand. Today, it's at twenty nine thousand. What does that mean? Over the last 10, 15 years, it has tripled in value. So whatever stock people had, they have tripled in value over the long haul. Now, there's been ups and downs and, you know, that happens. But but people just think about real estate. Fifty years ago, you could have bought a house, a nice house for one hundred thousand dollars. Well, today you can't find hardly anything for one hundred thousand dollars. So everything's going up. Had I invested 20 years ago, I would be on the high end of things right now in the stocks or in real estate or anything else for that matter. So I'm I'm just saying like you need to start thinking about investing now because 20 years from now, you'll be saying the same thing, man. If I would have did it back in 2020, I'd have this much money by now. Well, you need to start now. You need to create uh, additional streams of income. I always believe in having four streams of income or four sources of income coming in. Now, I can't tell you, you know, your context, your environment, your situation is different, so I can't obviously give you what those are, but I do believe you should always be looking for opportunities to create income from at least four different sources. Get creative, unlock your mind. Think of some ways that you can create some additional income. That's legal, don't, you know, be out there doing stuff that's gonna get you in that nice orange jumpsuit and get you a nice number assigned to your name so we don't want to do that and then figure out you know how to make your money go to work for you again that's that's investing but investing is a lot of different ways you can do that so and and guys again i I do this podcast and you know it's just kind of a, a quick little way to charge you up and get you to thinking different and thinking creatively and thinking outside the box while still thinking inside the box for what you currently have. But you know, there's more resources that I go in depth with in my book called Unlock Your Mind, Unlock Your Money. I just, I can't, I don't wanna just read the book to you, but these are things, some of these things, like these things I just covered today, they're not in my book, but the solutions are in the book in terms of saving money, getting out of debt, investing, creating additional income, all those things are in the book in greater detail. So if you'd like a copy of the book, You can get it at DerekJLove.com. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K-J-Love.com. Or you can order it on Amazon.com. It's called Unlock Your Mind, Unlock Your Money. Stop admiring the wealthy and become one. That's what I want you to do. I want you to become wealthy. When you get wealthy, we all win. I can benefit from you. You can benefit from me when you have some money and I have some money. if We're both broke. We can just look at each other and talk about what we shoulda woulda coulda did and had and 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 we can just dream and kind of do this whole mental masturbation about what life would be like if it wasn't for this and 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 we go down this whole rabbit hole of foolishness but i want you to prosper i want you to do well in life for you for your family for the future for your neighbor for your community i want you to do well in life and that's my goal is to help you in whatever way i can to get you to think different to get you to manage your money different, to get you to control your resources effectively so that they can grow and expand because then you can help more people. There are some people that are never gonna hear me. There are some people that are never gonna hear Dave Ramsey or some of these other personalities that um, teach financial principles in a very practical common sense kind of way that can be digested easily, but you can. So if I can get to you, then you can get to somebody else. Then we all as a community benefit together. That is my prayer. That is my goal. That is my desire for you, my friend. So until the next time, make it a great one. This has been the Unlock Your Mind Show. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Unlock Your Mind podcast. I hope you found some value in listening today. I pray you would share this episode. Share the love. Become a part of the Unlock Your Mind family. We're all in this together, changing the way we think so that we can change our financial future. If this episode challenged you or inspired you or made you want to do something different, I want to hear about it. You can email me. It's Derek at com. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K at com. Or if you want to do something a little quicker, leave me a voicemail. You can reach me at 832 721 2251. And remember, if you can unlock your mind, you can unlock your money. So start now. Start living the life you love and loving the life you live. See you next week, guys thank you for tuning in to the Unlock Your Mind podcast. Follow Derek J. Love on all social media platforms at Derek J. Love. Derek J. Love is a financial coach, a public speaker, author, and real estate broker. To bring Derek to speak at your function or corporate event, contact him at 832-721-2251. That's 832-721-2251. Also, follow Derek on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or on the website, DerekJLove.com.